This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm here to host a podcast that I don't even want to in another world? <laughs> I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Oh, that, that, one, that, that one got me, Rem. I, I like that one. That was very good. It, it's the light novel title of my life, Sean. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, hopefully your adaptation is actually, uh, worthwhile, though, in comparison. Uh, statistically but, um, unlikely. Yeah, no, that, that, that's fair. We've, we've done a few light novels that have been really solid, though. In the minority, but yes. That so being it, said, it, I, I can't say I'm hoping for a light novel adaptation today, Sean. Well, uh, I've got some sad news for you, Rem. Oh, that would have been a perfect intro. It would have been a perfect segue if we were doing a light novel adaptation today. <laughs> like, it would have been so perfect. It would have been streamlined. It would have been like, oh, man, they must have planned this in advance because they're so goddamn clever. Uh, the truth is... Joke's on you. We don't plan shit. Uh, clearly not, if you listen to last week's episode. Uh... <laughs> That. We don't. Let's not bring up that monstrosity, Sean. Last week, as far as we're concerned, it doesn't exist. Last week we had a car to God, match, don't. and we did not at all have a, an episode. Just ignore that one. Yep, yep, yep. First video content, guys. It's janky and hideous, but it, it's definitely it's definitely the best thing we produced last week, and the only thing. <laughs> um. But, but moving on, we're, means... we're looking forward. What are we doing this week, Sean? Oh, I accidentally closed the tab because I am a dumbass. <laughs> we're I... off to a great fucking start. It's okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, actually, Ram, we're not doing a light novel adaptation today. Uh, we're actually doing a proper novel adaptation. Oh, that's weird. That's a change. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're uh we're doing a, a uh, novel adaptation, Rem, uh because we're going to be doing a movie this week. Oh shit. Okay. Interesting. Got some interesting ingredients. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Uh partially due to the fact that there's no way you can fuck this one up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Is there it does there happen to be a movie of a similar title around there perchance? Uh title no uh i will say that this did get a live action american uh adaptation <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> but if you start watching that and claim it was a mistake <laughs> i i will come for you i will be oh, at your doorstep fucking samurai sword in hand and can of whoop ass waiting for you i'm not good at the in- intimidation talk it's fine i i can tell the point it, is, is it, i'll as, be upset as... You know, as tempting as it is, because, oh, God, I want nothing more now than to just seek out the live action and watch that instead. Um, I I will resist that urge. That being said, um, I'm only familiar with one live action adaptation movie from an anime, uh, but it's not an adaptation from an anime movie. Um, so I, I don't imagine that's what we're doing. No, probably not. Uh, I, I'd ask what it was, but I'm worried I'd, I'd uh, hate the you, answer. I, no, we, we, we all know which one did. We all know. Uh, Just think, which one would I be aware of? Yeah, it's that one. Alternatively, okay, that's fair. alternatively, depending on your definition of anime, it could be that one. Um, uh, hold on. Which is probably worse, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't just leave it vague and ambiguous like that. 
We're not a fucking Hitchcock film. What is this bullshit? God one is it, definitely Ram. live action anime. The other one depends on your definition of anime. Jesus Christ. Uh, and to and to, to clarify, Rem, if you thought that one was bad, guess what? There are several others that are worse. Anyway, uh, <laughs> tell me, Rem, are you familiar with the uh, book known as The Borrowers? Oh, it sounds very familiar. I feel like I am, but it, it's not on the... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I might it was written be. By, it was written by uh, uh, Mary Norton in 1952. Oh, hell, now that I know it was 1952, now I'm in. Y- yeah? What makes you say that? <laughs> Just because, you know, the date is very specific and because you feel like stories are bad uh, anywhere around the 80s. All right, I've cheated. I've Googled it. Um, Hold on. I, hey, I'm I trying remember... to explain shit to you. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the point of this podcast is for me to describe things to you so you have a general idea of what uh, to expect. And here you are Googling shit. What the fuck? I didn't you know, do, all, do all this research just for you to Google it. <laughs> last week after last week i've decided just to go rogue <laughs> i'll say prick close that fucking tab i am doing my part of the podcast okay all right i've never seen borrowers in my life please tell me more <laughs> uh-huh. never heard of it uh-huh so the borrowers uh, is a cute little book written by Mary Norton and had a nope. live-action re- uh, uh, movie adaptation of the same name. It was okay. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. And the, uh, but the movie that we're talking about today does not share the name of the book. Uh, the, mo- the name of the movie we're talking about is The Secret World of Arietti. All right, quick question. Wh- where does Mary Norton play in all of this? <laughs> She wrote the original story, Rem. Oh, okay. So it's It's a book adaptation, Rem. That's how it fucking works. Oh, see, I... I don't know. I guess I just didn't expect an anime adaptation of a Western book. It is a lot more common than you'd think, especially from this studio. Uh, Because, Rem, we're doing another Ghibli movie. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. We've been piling on the Ghibli. Let's do it. One, they're easy to do. And two... (laughs) They're uh, They're heavily requested, which helps. Yeah, no, like, everybody, every Ghibli movie, well, almost every Ghibli movie, most Ghibli movies are somebody's favorite Ghibli movie. If this is your favorite Ghibli movie, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> not because of the movie, just because of what we're about to do to it. Oh, um, fuck. But The Secret World of Arietti, uh aired in summer of 2010, so a little while back, uh, but it is a anime adaptation of The Borrowers. Now, we've talked about it, but you don't actually know what the borrowers are, provided you didn't actually read the synopsis that was very clearly at the top of the Google page. Uh, No idea, Sean. Didn't see a thing. Yeah. I've never borrowed a thing in my life. Don't even know what the term means. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Uh, But the borrowers, uh, uh, the story is about our, our main little character. Uh, in this uh, version, he's called Sho. Uh, Sho is visiting his aunt's house and makes a very interesting discovery uh, of the nature of his home. And that discovery is the fact that there are a bunch of little people living underneath the floorboards. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> oh, hey, hold on. <laughs> pretty fucking awful. What are We're you, not- P.T. Barnum? What the fuck are you trying to pull? <laughs> God damn it, no, not those kind of little people. I meant, 
<laughs> of the magical variety. I mean, wow. Ah, ah, brownies. Uh, or like pixies, fairy folk, you know, tiny people. Not, <laughs> god damn it, Remington. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, man. This episode's already fucked. Uh, it's not as cursed as last week's, but we're we're on a bad path, Sean. I can tell. Uh, Happy holidays, everyone. Yes, there are miniature people living underneath the floorboard, and they uh, call themselves borrowers. They're only about the size of your finger, give or take. And uh, they're called borrowers because what they do in order to survive is they borrow things. Wow, that is something I definitely you know? did not know. <laughs> You don't live too far away from me, Remington. Pandemic be damned, I will come over there. I have the power of God and anime on my side at this point. After you know, I don't know week, if it's been... I don't anymore, know if and I'm going to go full fucking Super Saiyan. I don't know if it's been confirmed whether or not COVID can transfer via boot up an ass. So uh, maybe maybe we will figure it out. Yeah, we'll find out together, Rem. I'm willing to get it if it involves me uh, getting the satisfaction of kicking your ass. Uh, but we'll, we'll, I'll make sure your girlfriend is at least six feet apart and wearing a mask. That Perfect. That, uh, that much I'll do. Thank you. Uh, and the movie is just essentially the uh, interactions and adventures between uh, Arietti, this little borrower girl, and show. And it's, you know, it's a cute little Ghibli affair with some talk about nature and some talks about humanity and some interactions of that nature. You know, pretty standard Ghibli affair. Not too much really to get into, which, uh, you know, would have been nice if I had the full opportunity to divulge myself, but, you know, I can't really expect that from my partner, apparently, <laughs> after two fucking years. You shouldn't expect much from uh, me. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, conflict does arise in regards to keeping their existence a secret, is the catch. Because, you know, it, it'd be pretty shocking if you suddenly found out there were little tiny people living under your floorboards. So, so, Rem, do you have any questions? Or shall I just, I don't know, let you Google a few things so that you have an idea of what you're getting into? Would you like to look up some Rotten Tomato reviews, perhaps? Maybe join the critics, see what they have to say. Well, Sean, if you insist. Uh... No, hey, I, save that for the second half, damn it. That's a, that's a post-movie thing. Do not spoil yourself. Fucking tainting your opinion before you fucking see it. How dare you? We're supposed to be objective critics here, even though we're not really good at that. But that's... (laughs) I'm just following orders. Oh, my fuck. You're not... Sarcasm, damn it. You fucking taught sarcasm (laughs) in high school. You taught it to high school students and how to use it effectively. You shouldn't recognize it, you piece of shit. Ugh. You know what? I'm going to stop you right there. Fuck it. We're going to go watch (laughs) The Secret World of Ariadne right now. You don't get any questions. You've lost that privilege. Go fuck yourself, Rem. I'm going to go watch this Ghibli movie, and we're going to see how angry people get when we come back. All right. Goodbye. Yeah, no, that's fair, though, to be honest. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming uh, the 2010 Ghibli or Ghibli, depending on your preference, film The Secret World of Arietti. And Remington, I chose a safe one. So hopefully, hopefully things don't get too complex. After last week, I don't want drama. Speaking of last week, Sean, I have a quick question. You didn't. No, Rem, no, you didn't. I just Please wanna, don't I tell just me want, you did. I just want to clarify a couple things. So so you told me to watch The Secret World, Secret Life, or whatever the fuck of, of Arietti, right? Yes. Definitely no other Ghibli film. 
Definitely no other Ghibli film. And also definitely, definitely not The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Ram, you didn't. I'm just confirming. Yeah, I, no, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not, Rem. We've already gotten a lot of angry emails. Please don't do this to me. Sean, are you are, are you thinking for even a moment that perchance because I would struggle to find the secret world of Arietti on, on any device and was too frugal to spend any money on it, that instead I would just decide for a very shitty joke in reference to last week and watch a non-anime instead? Rem, please, no. I would have bought the film for you. I would have. It's almost Christmas. I would have done that for you. <laughs> Well, don't worry, Sean. I did watch The Secret World of Ari Eddie. Oh, thank okay. fuck. Oh, God, thank fuck. Oh, no. Oh, my heart almost gave out. God, I don't want to review a shitty Ben Stiller movie on here. So, uh, let, let's talk about Secret World of Ari Eddie. So, uh, I have... I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Sean. I, I, I keep coming into Ghibli films... And they keep giving me almost the exact same thing, which isn't necessarily bad, but some of my critiques are going to sound very familiar. Oh, I mean, that's fine, because, I mean, I gave you probably the most mid-Ghibli uh, film I could find. <laughs> so, uh, when like we start out... Oh, yeah, continue your thought. There's... I, I, I struggle to think of a single person... I, I've said in the past that every Ghibli movie is somebody's favorite Ghibli movie, and that might have been an exaggeration. <laughs> Uh, because I genuinely don't think I can think of a single person who uh, claims this one to be their favorite, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see in the future. Let's, Interestingly, let's Sean, I thought in the first 20, maybe even 30 minutes of, uh, of, of Arietti that, that it was going to be my favorite. I thought it was going to win out above all the others. Um, but, but let, let's delve into it to see exactly why and, and what happened. Uh, we, we open the movie, um, with, with the young boy, show. He's arriving, uh, with, it seems to be his grandma. It turns out it's his aunt, um, to, to a lovely little, like, British countryside cottage, right? Um, a, as they're wandering in, show notices that there is just a fairy in the plants, like, sort of getting attacked by the cat. Uh, which, by the way, oh my god, there's a cat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're already gonna interrupt the, the plot with me ranting about the cat. The cat, it's big, it's fluffy, it is, it is rotund. I love it. It's such a good cat. <laughs> that's how I could, honestly, that's kind of how I describe you, Rem. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, I'm best cat girl. And... Oh, I can't wait for the art of that. Oh, fuck. So, so I, I enjoy the cat a ton. It's great. It's, it's the very needed adorable factor. Um, but moving on. Uh, then, then we look at the, the little pixie fairy creature. Uh, and it's none other than, than Arietti, who is, uh, a 14 year old borrower. Um, so just a, a tiny, tiny person under the floor and she goes home and she's super excited because as she's turning 14, it is time for her first borrowing. Uh, and, and so her mom is a little bit concerned, but her dad, he, he's just a tried and true spelunker of a man. So he's like, it'll be great. It'll be fine. Don't you fucking worry. Um, what, one weird thing. I should note one very weird experience, Sean. Um, yeah. This is not due to the movie. This is like a me thing. While I was searching, uh, it was a bit difficult to, to find. There were limited options. I, I couldn't find, or at least not easily, find a a sub so i watched the dub and oh no oh no ram i'm i'm gonna i 
I am not holding that against the movie, but it was real weird to watch a dubbed Ghibli when I've never done so before. It's a I'm little bit strange. I'm just a boy. It's... <laughs> there was some less than spectacular voice acting in places, but fortunately it was okay most of the time. Uh, there are some good Ghibli dubs out there. There are some really good ones. Uh, I would not classify this as one of the top tier ones. Right? Yeah, I, I don't think it's like god awful, but it, I would have preferred subs on this one. Uh, but it's fine. I will not hold that against the movie, but I figured I should tell everyone so that they know. Uh, also, worry. in case you're like, what? They never said that? Well, for me, they did. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Ram. Your experience was probably more enjoyable with the dub just because of how silly it is. <laughs> so uh, I basically the borrowers, whenever they run out of something, they go and just steal it from, uh, from the humans and they n never want to get caught by the humans. It doesn't seem like an ideal way of living and surviving. It's your standard trope fare. Um, for the world, it does not make a lot of sense because all of the characters, literally all of the humans we see uh, that are relevant are all like, oh yeah, the borrowers in our house, you know? There are little people in our house. Like they all know and openly talk about it while pretending to hide it sometimes from each other, even though they all know, it, it's a little bit weird. It's a little, it, it, I would describe it as a strange creative decision, uh, especially yeah. with just how they emphasize it. it, it it's a little weird, uh, but not, not the worst. Uh, I should note there's fantastic design when we see uh, the borrowers their house as well as when they're exploring the physical real world. The design is so superb. Uh, it might be at least in the first like 30 minutes. My favorite Ghibli from a design and aesthetic perspective. Uh, ah, so throwing it, more subtle shade at Spirited Away, I see. Uh, Spirited Away, I need to remember all of the... One sec, let, let me remember all of the Ghibli that we've done. Because Spirited Away, I, I don't think it's one of the best ones. Let's see. Yeah, we, we, we've done three Ghibli so far, right? The Ghibli we've done so far are... Totoro, Kiki, Spirited Away. And Ponyo. Oh, and Ponyo. Okay, yeah. Uh, and kind of, kind of, um, Mary and the Witch's Flower, but you <laughs> yeah. haven't actually seen that, so. Yeah. Uh, all right. If it wasn't for Ponyo, Spirited Away would be my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But um, I, I really like the aesthetic and the design choices. Like, the character designs are really, really strong, expressive as always. The borrower mom at one point is, like, angrily eating soup later on in this episode. And it's just so expressive. Uh, meanwhile, Arietti, the, the, the young borrower girl, uh, she's super fun and interesting and her design is fantastic. The world is splendid. Um, I, I wish they focus too much on the macro later on, um, when I'm just all in on the micro level shit. As you um, are with every anime you watch. It's, well, yeah, but, <laughs> but. You nitpicky motherfucker. I, I just i really appreciate and admire it from a design and aesthetic point of view uh because i mean we, we've all we, we we all have enjoyed that aesthetic of like seeing like uh, whether it be toy story or if you would play john did you ever play those those games where you were like a green army man and you were fighting the yellow army men oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh oh, oh yeah. god what were those called 
I have no uh, idea. They weren't good, but I do remember playing. No, but I had tons of fun with them. Uh, or or like Chibi Robo. Anybody remember Chibi Robo? Yeah. It's it's just fun to be in a in a, a scaled up reality. It's it's just an interesting time. Uh, so they they go on a splunking adventure. Uh, the borrower daughter and and father. Uh, they get some sugar. Um, we see some really cool splunking stuff. Um. She finds a pin, and she now has it as, like, a sword, um, which is half relevant one time in the entire thing. But that's fine. It's cool. Uh, they they end up visiting a super fancy dollhouse, which is a neat moment. Uh, they're about to grab some tissue, but then show creepy little fuck that he is, has just, like, staring in the middle of the night right at them. And so... Uh, Arietti gets spooked. She drops her sugar cube, uh, and then they 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 escape. Um, I say escape as if Show chases them. He's a poor young kid with a heart defect. He can't chase much. Uh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, not doing a whole lot of running. So they they return. They they lie to the mom and or, so that she's not worried or anything. Uh, and and that's the first little splunking. And I was so sold at this stage. I loved the exploring, the spelunking, the sneaky borrowing, the trying to survive in such a big world. Right? I loved all of that. It was it was hitting me where it counts. I was I was enjoying myself. I was interested. I was I was intrigued. But we hardly get any more of that anymore. We we get we get that once and sort of later in moments. And that was disappointing. Cause it's like what the movie presents itself as, especially for the first 20 minutes, it's so interesting. I wanna see more of Arietti as she goes out and she starts uh, borrowing by herself away from her dad. And I wanna see the different adventures they go off and the struggles that that can create. Uh, and I even want to see her gradually develop a relationship with Sho, and, and that can start to slightly build up. That is all my jam! But because this is a Ghibli film, as you all know if you've listened to any of our other Ghibli, Big Gib Gibbles himself feels the need to introduce way too much plot where it doesn't belong. He has everything. Everything's interesting. I just want to see these people live their life. And then it gets so convoluted and it hardly makes sense. Why does he do this to me, Sean? The entity known as Mr. Gibbles. Mr. Gibbles, because it's like, I thought this was going to be my favorite Ghibli. I was jiving with it so hard. Me and the show, we were just vibing. It was so good. It's like, hey, look at all these interesting ideas, this interesting little world, these interesting borrowers. All right, now fuck all that because the maid hates the borrowers for reasons that are, are not well explained. Okay. And that's... That's just how that goes, unfortunately, because they, they get back and uh, eventually show show returns the sugar to the borrowers. Uh, they don't accept it at first because they're like, oh, no, we can't let them know we're real. Even though, once again, they're like blatant conversations. Everyone in the house is just casually talking about like, oh, yeah, the borrowers, the borrowers. Oh, yeah, the little people under the floors. Oh, yeah, we all know them. Like... It is the least secret secret around, uh, but nobody can communicate properly, apparently. Who knows? Uh, so they don't do that, but then they then Arietti is like, actually, I am going to take the sugar um, after it's being eaten by ants a little bit. She sneaks out. She climbs and, and she starts talking with Sho uh, by his window. Um, and as she's talking with him, a crow shows up and it yeets itself into the window that has 
a screen on it, it tears its face through the screen and gets caught in the screen of the window and just thrashes about chaotically. Um, it was a great moment. I think it was also like, it, it, it is the signal for the show is about to get real convoluted. That's what the crow is warning you. The crow is warning you that everything you love about the secret world of Arietti, it, it's done. It's over with. You have crazy crow moment. There we go. Well, I will say in the in defense of Mr. Gibbles, uh, because, you know, rarely people have to jump to his defense like this. But hey, guess what? This is the show we're on. Uh, <laughs> this uh, it's not entirely their fault. Because remember, Rem, this is a book adaptation. So the story uh -huh. that you're seeing See, is, I thought uh, you would come with that, Sean. And that's why I've prepared research. I know. Uh -oh. Remington, doing research. You would have never anticipated it. You're caught by a surprise. But I decided, because I knew this was going to be a rebuttal. Well, you can't blame him completely. After all, there it's based on a book. I didn't read the book, but I looked at a synopsis of the books. <laughs> <laughs> you call that fucking research? It's sufficient for my purposes, Sean. And already they made some significant changes to the story and the main points of everything, like very significant. And and so I don't see why if they're making so many significant changes. In in my mind they made a lot of the wrong changes, all right? They're sort of faithful to the books in some broad strokes kind of way. The borrowers all have the same name as they do in the book, which is nice. There is a young boy and uh, his aunt and a maid, which is all there. Um, but there's some very, very significant changes. Because I can, uh, first of all, I can tell you what, Sho is not a, a bilingual Indian. That is just not how that worked out in Ghibli's production. So there, there's many, many changes. So you can argue, uh, oh, he's trying to be faithful, except not fucking really. He was inspired <laughs> by the book. Sure, obviously, clearly. Uh, but he was also willing to make quite a few changes. I never said that he was restricted by the book. I just said that it's not entirely his fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mostly his fault. <laughs> well, um, so let, let, let's continue. I've, I've now, moving past that point, because I, I think that they could have had a good movie just focusing on the world without getting into convoluted plot nonsense. I think they could have done so, and it would have been fine. It would have been totally fine. Uh, but they they didn't do that. So uh, let, let's continue. So after the the crow and the chaos, Arietti she returns home. Uh, the maid is is now very suspicious that Show has seen the borrowers. Um, and she cares a lot about that for reasons, but they don't really clarify. Like it's sort of mentioned in like the last 15 minutes that like, oh, she's caught them stealing stuff, right? Um, and genuinely it's mentioned in the last 15 minutes, but also it feels very much like Mr. Crocker from Fairly Odd Parents, where they're just... <laughs> Haru, the maid, she's so against the borrowers for, like, no reason at all. Um, and it's never really clarified other than, well, we need some threat. So very soon after Arietti returns, we get a scene of Haru calling pest control and being like, hey, come on over. We don't have mice. We have something more interesting. And 
As soon as that happened, I was like, I don't want this to be the story. I just want to see Arietti like getting better at becoming a borrower and being sneaky and being clever and, and them trying to survive and be in a family and also building a nice little bond with show. I don't need this like, oh, but if they're caught by Haru, then they will either die or maybe be trapped. And then who knows why or what will happen after that. Like, I, that's a way less interesting story. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, but how will the audience care unless there are high stakes? No, the stakes are the, just the characters and them being okay and them, them being happy and fulfilled. Those are the stakes and those are enough when you create characters as interesting in a world as interesting as this. Uh, oh yeah, and then we get introduced to like the worst character in oh. the entire show. So Sho has dinner uh, with, with his aunt and Haru and they're all like, oh yeah, those borrowers, like every conversation they have is just talking about the borrowers. Um, and then we get Arietti, she's at home with her mom and then the dad, he returns, but he's injured. He hurt his foot. Uh, but don't worry, he's being carried by another borrower, Spiller. And Spiller is a mm. god awful character. So Spiller, he's sort of like some, some like native tribal type borrower. He's a um, wild borrower, yeah. Not, he's not a, a wild borrower. borrower like the others which if if you think about it too much it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in any way uh but at least spiller is in the book so i can somewhat excuse them for that um but oh man his his tribal ish design as well as oh god his english voice actor let me tell you that's also fucking trash um yeah. it, it just wasn't interesting he shows up and he drops them off and then he's relevant at the very 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 end but he's just horribly uninteresting and doesn't add anything to it. And I didn't like him. Uh, don't worry, nobody likes him. <laughs> he's just unnecessary. Just You could remove him. I understand he's in the original books. You could just leave him out and it would be fine. You don't feel... It, it's it's not great. If, if you can't... like I'm sure in the books he had a proper story. If you can't include his story and make him as interesting as he presumably was in the books... Then just leave him out. Just don't include him. Uh, but he ends up leaving after offering everyone a cockroach leg and it offends their sensibilities or some shit. I don't know. Um, but then soon after that, uh, oh God, oh no, it's an earthquake in their, in their home, in the little borrower home. Oh wait, it's not an earthquake. Um, but the, someone is forcibly removing their ceiling and an entire wall. Uh, oh, but they replaced it with a dollhouse kitchen. Oh, the lovely high quality dollhouse kitchen. It was Sho who was doing that. He did so real fucking violently, real violently. Come the fuck on, show. Be a little delicate. You could even announce yourself. There's no reason why you couldn't do that. You might have spooked them. You spooked them either way when you announce yourself by ripping up their ceiling. Good God, man. What the fuck? And I'll be honest. This is this is the first of a handful of instances that show, like... He's supposed to be like this frail, quiet kid with, with a shitty little heart, right? And he's just a weird little asshole kid and, uh, that I don't understand. <laughs> he's... This just uh, involves a... <laughs> Remington hates kids with heart defects. He thinks they're shitty little assholes and I don't must even, be stopped. I don't even hate show. Like, he has interesting moments. I'm just so often like, what the fuck, bud? This is the first moment, but we'll get into a, a much bigger one uh, in just a moment. Because after he does that, um, the, the borrowers, they're spooked because they're like, the humans know about us. We have to leave. We have to move. You know, great Aunt Carol, she 
fucking died by humans. <laughs> and so, so we all gotta go. And so Arietti is like, all right, I'm gonna go say goodbye to Show. So she goes to say goodbye to Show, who's chilling, uh, like in the garden, right? Um, she she's saying goodbye, but in this process, Show is Show is asking a little bit more about her, and then he's like, ah, oh, so you're like an extinct species. It, it keeps going, and he's like, do you know how many humans there are? There are seven billion humans. How many borrowers are there? You're a doomed species. But he's not saying this in like an evil or taunting way. It's just like super nonchalant. Just like, huh, you're a doomed species. Guess yeah, that you're would all be, in gonna fact, die. an existential nightmare for you and your family. Huh, interesting. What the fuck, show? Is this how you <laughs> say goodbye? It's also like, as soon as he sees her, he's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Don't fall in love with Tinkerbell, bro. It's not okay. There's so many levels of unacceptable here. Like, show, you're a little fucking weirdo. You're a little fucking weirdo, show. I don't get... Is this the way you talk to people, bud? He's just a boy, Ram. He's just a boy. <laughs> that's how I get, girls. I'm like, you're beautiful and a doomed species. Bada bing, bada boom. Romance is in the air. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's how Dylan seduces people. <laughs> yeah, gee, fuck. Oh, uh, and, and yeah, the dialogue in this is just real not great. But once again, I did watch the dub, so that could heavily contribute. But uh, to the people watching the dub, the dialogue, not, not ideal. It's not the worst I've ever seen, but it has some real iffy moments. Uh, all right, so let's get into the, the third act of everything, right? Uh, Haru, she's been calling pest control. Um, the ant is away, so she's like, all right, come over here right now. She locks Sho into his room, which feels not okay to lock a, a poor sick child in their room with no way of escaping. Uh, he only uh, has a major heart defect that could cause him to drop dead at any moment. It's fine. Like, Haru is just a psychopath of a maid who we are not given almost any motivation for what she is doing. I don't you get it. You need motivation to have yes. uh, deep-seated hatred for tiny, tiny uh, creatures that live under your floorboards? You're like, fuck the sick kid I'm taking care of and all you borrowers. I'm going to not kill you, but it's spe she specifies she wants them alive to trap them. And like, maybe my best guess is like, maybe she's going to sell them or something. But that's not said. That's just me trying to find some motivation where none exists. It doesn't make sense. Um, so Haru finds the borrowers because Sho was acting all sus. She just steals the mom, just yeets her away, puts her in a jar, clean film on top, pokes some holes so you can breathe, always important. Uh, and then just puts her in the pantry, in the nice dark pantry, which would be an existential nightmare. It'd be pretty fucked. But don't worry about it. Um, she locks Sho in his room. Um, Arietti goes to Sho's window and is like, my mom, she's gone. She disappeared. That's pretty fucked. And she starts crying. And Sho is like, well, I'll help you. Come on. He op he tries to open the door. He's like, it's locked. What do I do? Time to get on the, the roof and shimmy over the nice wet roof. And he does so. And it's fine. It's not even... You, you'd expect it to be like a little tense? Nah. Um... He's fine. So he, he gets to the other room and uh, he and Arietti are able to, to get back in the house uh, and start looking around. At this point, pest control shows up. They don't do anything at all. <laughs> like you might think, oh man, they're going to put poison gases, except I, maybe they won't because they Haru specified she wanted them alive. 
But then that guy is holding like the fumigation spray, which makes it maybe seem like, I don't know, he just doesn't listen. Um, but at the same time, maybe it would be threatening if they were trying to kill, but they're not. So like, what's the worst that can happen? And we also then see, um, as things are going about, uh, they, they free the mom like super easily. It, it feels like it's going to be a, a cool little heist of a thing being sneaky around Haru. So she doesn't notice. Not really. Uh, show is just like, I want some milk. Oh, pest control's here. And, and then they go get the mom and that's it. Uh, the ant arrives and Haru is like, let me show you the borrowers, which once again, everyone knows that the borrowers exist. So Haru is like, I'm not crazy. They exist. I'm telling you. But like everyone knows that they exist. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so it's like not a big deal at all. She's like, I swear I'm not crazy. And it's not even that other people do not. People are just don't respond to her. Presumably because they know. Um, I don't. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> What are they going for here? I don't get it. They're going for the evil maid is not crazy, but is crazy. The children's what? book ending. It's fine. I, it's so fucking weird. So um, she goes, tries to show the evidence. Obviously, the jar no longer has the mom in it because mom has been saved. She goes to try and show the house under the floorboards, but that's in that's now gone even though it was in no way i don't think it was specified how it was gone i don't think i don't think they showed show like struggling to get it all out of there and then hiding it and then covering his tracks i don't think that was covered um it's just gone now which also raises the question where the fuck is the dad in this because i thought like last time we saw him he was still like stuck in bed with his injury but now the house is gone and hidden so i have no idea what's up with with the dad borrower who knows uh, i think a um, cat ate him uh <laughs> the cat from the beginning just came by and just mm. oh man that'd be fantastic i would unironically love that so uh, the evidence is all gone and she's like, oh, I swear I'm not crazy. Um, everything returns to normal. And you might think, all right, well, Haru has been defeated and Sho has shown himself to be a protector as well as his aunt is very favorable towards borrowers. So I guess they don't need to move and get rid of all of their belongings and sentimental value and they can just stay there. That's where you're wrong, bucko. They're still moving. Cuz. <laughs> they're moving because oh it's dangerous here you know where it's much safer outside with all of the predatory animals that will eat us like that fast cat oh, okay. that ate papa <laughs> the cat which has been trying to eat the borrowers this whole time um so they're leaving in the middle of the night uh sneaking away climbing over uh a bunch of stuff right they stop for a raccoon that almost it's nice and spooky. Um, and as as they're leaving to meet up with Spiller, you remember Spiller? Hey, he's relevant again. He's helping them escape. Okay. Uh, and the way they're going to escape is they're all going to get into a kettle and just float down the river and presumably hope, I guess. It's not a long-term plan. <laughs> hey, hey, um, it worked for, uh, oh, fuck. What was that? Biblical fuck? Mm. You know, I was going to make a biblical reference. Uh, the kid who got <laughs> put in a basket float down the river, but I can't remember the kid's name because I, I don't. Do you mean good old Moses? 
Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Very that niche guy. character. I understand how you could forget. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so their plan is just to do that and hope. And it's like, oh man. And instead of borrowing things from a house that's well stocked, we can just try to fight off actual animals. I don't know. They have no good plan here. Um, but as they're doing that, the cat like shows up at one point and the cat has only been hostile this entire time but now the cat is friendly and i like the arc of like the cat becoming friendly with them now right except it's totally unwarranted because they didn't like do some gradual growth where the cat starts being okay with them it was just the cat's angry at them cat's angry at them cat's angry at them cat is totally okay with them and that's like all of the instances of the cat uh, uh, there wasn't like a uh, like a thorn being plucked from the cat's paw or anything like that. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no intermediary step. So uh, the cat just like looks and blinks and then leaves. Uh, and at first I was like, what the fuck? But then the cat turns out, it, the, the cat just knew that Sho was going to wake up at that time of night and walk outside at the perfect time. So then the cat could guide Sho to the borrowers-ish. But the borrowers kept moving, and the cat guides it to where they end up rather than they where they were before. I don't know. Don't worry about it. But it allows Sho and Arietti to, to say goodbye. So The cat is Moses. The cat is Moses. So <laughs> Arietti and Sho are like, oh man, I'll never forget you. Also, don't die in surgery. All right, cool. And and, and so then, then the borrower family leaves in their kettle, and that's the move. Uh, uh, haven't you left out a few little, uh, little plot points there, Red? <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like a lot happened, except nothing happened. Uh, are, are you sure you, you didn't, like, fall asleep during, like, the climax or some deep cut backstory? I'm amazed that all the way in Spirited Away, I came up with the hypothesis. Ghibli has amazing character, world building, super interesting, unique whimsy and feel and atmosphere, but god awful plot. Studio Ghibli cannot do plot to save their life, and that has been confirmed literally 100% of the time. We have yet to cover a, a Ghibli film where I'm like, that was some good plot. Like, it just has not happened. Every Great. single instance. Great. Now we're going to get the emails. <laughs> Every single I instance. I chose this one because nobody cares about this movie, Rem. And you I had to go back and crochet at all the I other ones. I got so close to caring about it, Sean. I got so fucking close. But then they introduce plot every time. I just want an interesting story about these characters and their humanity living in this fascinating world. Because those are the things that Studio Ghibli does best. But then Mr. Gibbles is like, oh yes, the things we do best. Fuck em, it's time for some high stakes action for no goddamn reason. Oh, hey, but why? I ask Mr. Ghibli, because fuck everything you love about me, Mr. Ghibli responds, which seems wildly unnecessary. I don't get it. You had such good stuff there. Even, here is an interesting thing. So Haru, Haru the maid, makes no goddamn sense in this film. In in the actual book, uh, the maid, she fucking hates the kid, the young boy, right? Um, Which can then sort of justify like a lot of what she does. She is super crotchety and angry, but Haru isn't. 
Haru is like a normal old lady who for some reason has an extreme vendetta against the borrowers and wants to do something that isn't very specified for very unspecified reasons. And that is a less consistent character. Like, they changed it to make it worse and less sensical. And I just, I just want, like, Arietti to learn how to be a borrower in this house and have close calls and, and go spelunking. And it would be super fascinating and fun. But oh no, I guess the maid is after them for some reason. Oh, goodness. Yeah, no, Rem, I, I, that's basically how everybody felt when this film first came out. Uh, except, care to take a guess at what this uh, this uh, film is ranked on, Mal? Um, I mean, it's a Ghibli, so I gotta say, like, 8.2. Actually, you're close, but no. It's actually a 7.96. Ooh, okay, okay, not quite reaching that 8 mark. Nope, nope. Uh, it is it is easily one of the most mid-tier Ghibli films, because it's it's pretty. It's, it's very, very pretty. pretty. Uh... But most people agree that it's just so not good and not anything special. It had potential to be special, though. That's what that's what frustrates me. The first 20 minutes are special. It's just the next hour and 15 that are a bit lackluster. Uh, but believe it or not, Rem, I have not shown you the worst Ghibli film. Oh, God, yeah? Yeah, no, there is actually a Ghibli film that is universally hated. Uh, and I've been wow. saving it for a rainy day. Wow. Uh, because I'll be real with you, bud. Uh, it's bad in such a way that it pisses off nerds uh, to the extreme. And when we cover it, maybe we'll be able to dive into why that is. But I've just been kind of giving you a spread because I, I've shown you some of the best of Ghibli and you've had interesting opinions on some of that. And I've shown you some middle Ghibli, but I've never really shown you a proper bad, bad Ghibli. Wait, you want to see me piss people off? Oh God, don't say it. I think I still like Secret World of Arietti a little more than Spirited Away. <laughs> <laughs> Spirited oh, Away God. from my so from what I've been able to tell is the most overrated Ghibli. That's just how it works. Just how it is. You're literally the only person who thinks that. That's why I need to be the one to say it. That's that's an example that it's so overrated that I'm the only one saying this shit. Oh I'm God. the only one with the right opinion. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know the Nazis thought they were right too. <laughs> Look where that got them. And and I I see nothing wrong with with that uh with that one to one comparison, Sean. Uh, it is <laughs> it is perfectly comparable. Uh, you know, delving in to the worst bout of fascism that uh that the world had seen in the 20th century. Uh, to claiming one anime is overrated. You know, it's it's about the same. Look, man, I I don't make the rules. <laughs> I just put content on the internet, and that's usually where these uh very quote unquote intelligent discussions go. So I figured I might as well uh, jump the gun a little bit and uh cut off some of those emails before we get them. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, but no, Rem, believe it or not, since this is a mid uh, Ghibli, the worst thing it can do is disappoint you. A bad Ghibli film, oh man, a bad Ghibli film will ruin your life. Uh, like, and the weird thing about the bad Ghibli films is, is some of them are rated higher than this one, and that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> 
Well, I look forward to the day that we cover one of them, Sean. Yeah, who knows? It might be soon. But until then, Rem, uh, one final question to ask. Any chance you'd want to watch Secret World of Arietti, or maybe you just want to go read the book instead? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably give the book a try. Uh, maybe watch the first 20 minutes again, but uh, not much more than that. Oh, you could watch the 1990s film. <laughs> Which also, I, I did compare and contrast that. I didn't mention it, but... Um, that one is not even, it's like hardly in the same world. No, no, it has, it literally has a broad concept and nothing alike. It's a god awful movie. (laughs) And guess who saw it multiple times as a kid because he didn't know better. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) I was invested, damn it. (laughs) Until I wasn't. Uh, but thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our ramblings of the dissections of the mad Mr. Gibbles, then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you really want to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it. Also, if you'd like to be even more directly involved, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including having the opportunity to have poor Mr. Remington horribly slaughter the pronunciation of your name. It's what I do best, Sean. Uh, As always, it's what I do best, Sean. As always, I would like to send... My best is not listening. (laughs) I would like to send our thank you to our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our uh, magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach the Yandere waifus who are constantly seeking to call pest control and fumigate us the hell out of here. Uh, on that list, we have Cheese Monkey, Sarah Birch, Kazu Morocco, Reming- Remington's Psyche K bra moment, don't remind me, Sean, sorry for sharing your gamer tag, Rollins, Yuliana, <laughs> uh, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Jacob Livingston, Hwood, Farmer I'm Too Sexy For My Shirt, Too Sexy For My Shirt, So Sexy It Hurts, Weeb, Alexander Nassiansenyo, Rem Hub, Andrew Rowicki, Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kismo Kismo, Supercalifragilistic Super Espialis Snooshes, uh, Sean Onichan Bakuuwu, Ready To Be Isekai'd, Remington Merrill, Alex from Down Under Thunder, We Don't Sunder, Just Plunder, Hit That Shit Like a Golf Runner, uh, Apostle of the Church of Remington, <laughs> Snap Snips, It's a Zero Because Nobody Cares If You Kill Kids With No Names, Ichigo 015 Simp, Echidna Is Best Girl, Old Man Rom, Remington Is Not A Man Of Culture, Foxin Boy, The Booty Knight, Andrew Sinclair, Jax, Dark Swarm 713, Yuno Gasai, Kitty, John Menanga, Ariel Bird. Hey, it's DeForest again, just making sure Sean is okay after last episode. Who who knows, man? I don't know if he ever will be. Lonely Geek 23. Thank absolutely every single one of you. You all are fantastic. Moving up, we reach to Hogwarts with a boy wizard tier representing. This time, we everyone's gonna get their own Hogwarts ch- chapter title from the books. There, there we go. Oh god. I've done That's where so, we are. I've done so many of these. I don't know. I, I've been trying to make them Harry Potter related. I don't know how long that'll last. I'm impressed it has lasted this long. Uh, you know what? Specifically, they will get uh, a chapter title from MTV.com's Harry Potter's most devastating chapters ranked. So. Oh, God. So, wait, wait. Won't that, like, I don't know, spoil the series for folks? Well, no, because uh, they're only I, getting the, the chapter names and nothing else. Uh, so, who am I kidding? People who listen to our show have probably already read them and are cultured enough to realize that, you know. Plus, the list, not a great list. It has 83 entries. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> it is the 83 most devastating. <laughs> <laughs> hold the fuck on. How many chapters of Harry Potter are there? 
<laughs> oh, I, I know how many devastating ones there are. Uh, so we have Spicy Apparently Log. <laughs> Spicy Log Horizon is one of the best written Isekai using BS rule hot take. Uh, for that, you get uh, Mrs. Weasley's Woes in the fifth book. Uh, Delina Perez, you are going to get the last... Oh, how do you pronounce this word? I've only seen it. One sec. What chapter number is it? Of what book? I don't know. Diadem. Do, do they not say that? The Lost Diadem from from the, the uh, seventh book. Uh, by the way, see, there's 199 chapters of Harry Potter total. <laughs> so, so almost half of them are on this list. Perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, Miguel Delion, you get Flight of the Prince. From the sixth book, Pilkster, the Symphogear Advocate. You are going to get none other than the White Tomb from the sixth book. Rare, now that you've reverted Hebe UFO, please review the side story movie, Liz and the Bluebird Kumiko. You are going to get the Marauder's Map from uh, the third book. Killer Queen Requiem, you are going to get Dobby's Reward from the second book. Uh, Enrique Perez Torres. <laughs> Enrique Perez Torres, you get The Second War Begins in the fifth book. MT the Poet, you, you're you're going to get Beyond the Veil in the fifth book. Dedicated oh. Sadist. Oh, that's a sad one. You are getting what they say is the most devastating. The Forest Again, Deathly Hollows. So that's the seventh book. Mm. Uh, Frack okay, Me, Mr. Peanut but... Butter. You, on the flip side of things, are going to get the least devastating, most devastating. Uh, the Very Secret Diary in the second one. That, that's not that <laughs> devastating. No, that, I, would fact... it's, I would say it's... I'd rank it as the 83rd most devastating chapter. Think <laughs> 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 approximately. If anything, it's just exposition. <laughs> Which, to be fair, can be horrifying. Uh, Carter Guthrie, you are going to get, uh, The Boy Who Lived from, from the first book. There you go. Everyone has gotten their own little chapter. Uh, now we move on to the, the heist has been scraped. Cory in the house. Cory in the house here. Chef and Moose go best of all anime. And you know what? Talking about little fairy people, each one of you are going to get a fairy from, from Pixie Hollow. That's right. We're, we're traveling to Tinkerbell. Uh, we start off. Oh God! With... Disney's gonna come after us, right? Are you sure we <laughs> just, should do that? Just mentioning their names, and we're gonna we're gonna get a cease and desist. Uh, we have King oh, Arthur I'm is my waifu. <laughs> King Arthur is my waifu. You are gonna get Silver Mist. Uh, I Sorry. I know nothing about them. This one, I'm gonna guess water because she's blue. Um, uh, and I Silver just Mist. I realized Dylan's gonna kill me because I accidentally popped my can and slurped. You motherfucker! He's gonna hate that. We have Emoto Ayao Uwu Waluigi for life. Oh, oh, well, you get Waluigi, you get the purple one. You get Vidya. Like your Vidya games. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, uh, God. I just, okay, weird side tangent, but I just remembered that there's apparently, uh, I have a friend who sent me a picture of one of those fairies, and apparently I am one of the fairies in there. Like, there's just a me fairy. Which which one? Uh, I, uh, Describe wild them. Wild-haired glasses one. I, I can't remember his name. Oh, okay, it's a him. Okay, I don't have that on my list. I only have the female fairies. Oh, okay. and not hey, even what, all of them. What's this bullshit? Where's I, my dude fairies at? I don't. It, it's not on the list. <laughs> Why aren't they on the list? But don't you know they who is on the list? Some representation. You know who is going on? Who is on the list and is going to honestly impress by how hard the psyche episode was botched? Comedy gold couldn't have gone better if you tried. Well, it could have gone much better if I had tried. It could have gone uh, a lot But better. you get Gruff the Never, ne the Nether Beast, Never Beast, the Never Beast. There we go. He's not a fairy. He's just he's he's a, he's a gruff. 
If you if have you ever seen like what is it Never Ending Story? He's the fairy version of um, <laughs> the fairy version of Never Ending Story. What? No, of the creature from Never Ending Story. There are so many creatures in Never no, Ending Story. No, the creature. Oh, the creature. <laughs> you know the like. Oh God, let me. What? Now I gotta fucking Google this shit. <laughs> I'm not, I, I hated Never Ending Story as a child. It was like my least favorite thing in the whole world. The Never Ending Story. God, it's the fucking dragon thing. What the fuck is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, Falcor? Yeah, Falcor. It's Falcor. The, the creature. The creature. There's so it's many things. It's the creature, though. It, on every single cover of Never Ending Story, you get Falcor, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, Falcor is great, but like, I would never describe him as a creature. He's a <laughs> luck dragon. Oh, my God. God. How dare right. you? How okay. dare you misidentify okay. him? Almighty Sinner. Almighty Sinner, you're getting Nyx. She looks like she's a fighter and maybe an, an evil one. I don't know. Uh, we have Zachary Shirley has a football team made out of golden retriever puppies. It's not in the rule book that I can't. You are going to get Fawn, who by that name, I think she's the one who likes animals. So there you go. Um, we have Silicon Spectre. You're getting Iridessa, who on this screen, it really, I don't, it's pretty fucked up. It sounds like they just needed some diversity, but not a lot. Like, they were like, a little bit, now we're good. And unfortunately, that's the role Iridessa fills. Pretty fucked up. I don't know. At least on this list, there could be others. Um, yes. <laughs> Uh, but to every one of you, thank you so much. You are all absolutely phenomenal, and we really, really appreciate it, guys. Oh, once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. This just in, folks. Remington hates kids. He thinks they're shitty little assholes and must be stopped. <laughs>